Hello there. It's them. Blast them. Roger, roger. We're doomed. What have we done? This is madness. I got a bad feeling about this. Also, I learned that I cannot take muscle relaxers. They made me so nauseous. Huh. I was also weird. a little drunk. Okay. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Like what? What do you think? You, oh, really? You shouldn't. You're not supposed to take fucking. Even I know that. Oh no! Are you yelling at me right now? Okay, literally not yelling. But I'm gonna need you to not. I don't need this kind of aggression in my Hi life. guys. Hi guys. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Cassie. I'm Maggie. Did we forget to do that last week? No, I think we did it. I don't remember because I was on pain medication. You were on two ibuprofen. Yeah, that's a lot for me. Okay, that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, oh. my neck is feeling better. It's still a little bit sore. And I was just asking Maggie, I was like, is that what 30 is? I'm just going to feel soreness for the rest of my days. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, guys. Usually everything hurts. Fantastic. Like sometimes, like if I just move a limb in a certain way, like things just crack. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where they crack come from. I just <laughs> I like, I'm like, oh, that makes a noise now. I'm like a percussion <laughs> instrument sometimes. Obsessed. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get right into my hot take, but here's oh, right. something else that we want to talk about uh, first. Do I have anything interesting to talk about? Well, I know you're really excited about the Bad Batch. I I am very very excited about the Bad Batch. And I've... me and all my stubbornness, I will not be watching it because I am a pain in the ass. Okay. <laughs> like you misheard the title. So that's, I, that, that is not a valid reason not to watch something because it's not named Bad Bitch. I think that's an incredible reason. Don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think it's a yell. great reason. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very excited for the Bad Batch to come out. Um, I'm also very, very excited that one day, like in the upcoming days, very soon, I am going to be an aunt. Yeah, yes, I'm very excited. And uh, what's your bet? What's your bet again? Um, I actually have two bets because I was really dumb and I forgot. Uh, so my first bet was on uh, May. Se- I had like May second as one of my bets for the okay for the baby. And then my mom was like, "Oh, what if this kid's born on May the fourth? And I was like, "How did I not?" <gasps> So then I found out that I could make a second bet, and then my aunt yelled at me for, she's like, you can't have two bets. And I'm like, watch me, bitch. <laughs> You're like, well, I just did. <laughs> yeah, so I, I swear to God, if this kid is born, if, like, my sister has this kid on May 4th, I'm going to lose my shit. Star Wars, baby. I mean, I'm still going to lose my shit whenever this kid is born, because I'm so excited. Facts. Like, I've had, um, I've been I've been ready for the aunt life for, aunt life, aunt life? I don't know. I can't decide. Um, I don't know why I keep going back and forth on like aunt or aunt. I thought we decided on aunt because I made a really bad Wizard of Oz joke and you did not like it. No, you Auntie M. No, no, <laughs> no. Auntie M. <laughs> we did um when I was up in Minneapolis, we did we were like trying to figure out because m- apparently my mom doesn't want to be called grandma. <laughs> so we were trying to find yeah, alternatives. Did Wendy and Lee. He's Vader, so shocker there. <laughs> but like so um, like she put on her bet on the on the baby pool, she put that she's grandmare, like grandmare, and like we're not French. Obsessed. Like, Let her be whatever she wants to be. No, I, but then I found some like alternatives, and my top choice of the alternatives was Bippy. Aww. <laughs> which nobody else liked. Which I I definitely I understand, but I'm just gonna continuously call her Bippy. Aww. 
um, around this kid and corrupt it. I think it's cute. Also, the child is born on May the 4th. It is a Star Wars baby. Yeah, it is a Star Wars baby. And they will be receiving a nickname, code name. Your yeah. sister's going to have to be okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I did <laughs> already. I did already tell Aaron that we were a gonk droid family, and oh that you would just have to deal no, with that. No, you're not, Aaron. No, you're not. Live your yeah. life. I'm sorry. I don't. Do make not her... let her drag you into this. Have, I am still queen of the gonk droids. <laughs> Woman, no, stop. It's a title that no one else seems to want, so I've decided it's mine. Um, I'm queen of the gonk droids, and you can't stop me. <laughs> So, hot takes. (laughs) Okay, I'm going first. I have a hot take, and I'm excited. I'm a little fiery this morning because I had a week. I had kind of a bad week that I'm not really going to get into because I am not going to cry on the podcast. It's fine. Um, Anyway, so... Oh, that got sad. That got sad real quick. Um, My hot take is if you are not prepared to bring peace, Justice, freedom, and security to our empire. Your empire? Whatever. And (laughs) burn in hot lava for me? You ain't the one, bro. Like, I feel like you're asking a lot of someone. Can you let me have this? Let me have a day. Yes, 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 yes. Go. If you are not prepared to do that for me... You ain't the one, bro. He ain't the one, sis. Move on. I mean, didn't, like, right before that, didn't he, like, choke his wife? <laughs> Unless you want that. <laughs> Unless you want that. that. <laughs> Unless you want that. That's fine. I was like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond to that. <laughs> uh, moving on. Oh, hey, Maggie, what's your hot day? <laughs> cool. Am I wearing my, yep, more issues than Vogue t-shirt today? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> It's a vibe. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't. How do I follow that? How do Good I luck. follow that? I'm not. I wrong. had like an actual like someone told you a hot take. Okay. Go. Good. We need to like reprimand ourselves. In the okay, okay. 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 All of our new listeners. <laughs> okay. So with all the like, because I am a like compulsive TikTok scroller. Mm-hmm. I adore doing that. I have the attention span of a gnat. So, like, TikTok is perfect for me to just scroll through things. Yes, like, my 26 notifications in my inbox. Yes, okay, you're so. the only person that I send videos to. I, I love I don't it. know I why that I just decide that, like, you get all of them. All of them. Also, my For You page has just gotten really good recently. So, Cassie just gets, like, video after video after video from me and with, like, no apology from me. No, absolutely not. I just blow up her inbox. But um, I've been saying, like, a lot of people are on there defending Brie Larson and Captain Marvel. Yeah. And a lot of it is, and a lot of things that keep getting brought up about is people keep saying, I don't know, but I just don't like her. I know I just don't like her. And I started thinking about that in, like, a Star Wars context because people have pointed it out now that the character of... That a lot of people who are saying these things about her, like, it's bad writing, the character isn't explained, well, all of these things, you can apply all the exact same things to Ray, of what people say about her. I okay. don't know, but I just don't like her. That sort of thing. And then people have pointed out, like, is it that you don't, is it that you don't like her, or you don't like that she wasn't written for you? Mm. Because characters like Captain Marvel and Ray Skywalker are not written 
through the male gaze. Yeah. They're not written in a way. Leia, while she is a very, very strong and powerful female character, she is ultimately written through the male gaze. 100%. But you look at characters like Captain Marvel and Rey Skywalker, they are written through the female gaze. Mm-hmm. They're not written to be... They're not written to be eye candy for you. They're not written to be the love interest that... They're written the way women want to see themselves. You know, that's interesting that you're saying that because mm-hmm. the first thing that came to my mind when you were saying that, I was mm-hmm. like, to be honest, there have been um, lead female characters in the past of like TV shows or anything mm-hmm. that I've watched that I didn't like. Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm-hmm. she's my least favorite character in that entire show. I yeah. can't stand Buffy. She's no. whiny and annoying, and she annoys me. I just don't like her. Yeah. But she's very sexualized yeah. and written through Joss Whedon's, she's also, like, she's fanboy like, mind. She's, but she's sexualized and um, infantilized? Infant, what's that word? Uh, infantilized? Is that the word? Where you know. make someone, like, the way Buffy speaks, mm-hmm. thingy. That sort of like dumbing everything down. She's being, she's. Yeah, she's like the stereotypes of everything that we were trying to yeah. bring breakthrough. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm super guilty of speaking like that from time to time. Yeah. But what that does when we do actually like talk like that, we're kind of lowering our, like, and, and it's almost like we're lowering our intelligence. Yeah. To make us more palatable to men. Yeah. So the whole reason I brought her up is because, so I've, I have had female leads in the past that I have felt that way about. However, mm-hmm. I do not feel that way about Ray and no. Captain Marvel, probably because, unlike Buffy, mm-hmm. they're actual women. Yeah. <laughs> Real like, representations of how, like... They, they do good things. They do bad things. Yeah. They, but they aren't, they don't exist purely to please a man. Yes, that. That like, right there. And so That's it, and the it's sum that, of it, it all. It is that the reason <laughs> yep. why all these little fucking fanboys are so pressed about her and saying all these things, like, it must be them because that, that's another, it's something else that you just mentioned yeah. and brought forth that I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I have not heard anyone complain about Brie Larson being Captain Marvel. Oh, God, people seem to hate her. Jeez. Which, yeah, they not just, not any of my friends or yeah. family, but that's also because, yeah, but I'm not friends with Lame fuckboys or yeah, fanboys, whatever the word Like, is. they'll claim that um, that she's too powerful, that she's not charming enough, that she's too arrogant. And, like, you can almost apply a, a lot of these to Ray as well. And when you look at, when you actually watch the movie, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel and the new trilogy, yeah, it's... She doesn't have to be charming. She's not there to be charming for you. She doesn't need the fucking smile for you. Yeah. She's trying to save a galaxy. Yes. She's Facts. busy. Facts. And I'm sorry, she grew up on a desert planet, like scavenging and like starving. I wouldn't really want to smile either. Right? Fuck you guys. She is not you guys. I pointed at the microphone. Like I sometimes I just turn <laughs> to the microphone as if I'm talking to Not you guys. <laughs> we I love turn... you guys. Yeah. But the other guys. Right? Fuck them. Huh, interesting hot take. Yeah, that was my hot take for this week. Cool. Yeah. I still oh, stand Jesus. by it. You're not ready to take over and make an <laughs> empire for me. You ain't the one. Hey, not. I'm so sorry. Sign up for this aggression. I have right. coffee and I need more. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we're going to take an ad. 
right break right here. <laughs> I might go pee. Like, who knows? Hopefully we come uh, back and then we're gonna talk about some shit. Okay. Okay, bye. For a little bit. Like forty five seconds. All okay, right. we're back. So in honor of the bad batch coming out on May the fourth. Okay. I'll stop. <laughs> uh, definitely decided that we needed to do some form of clone episode this week for you guys. Yeah. And originally, I was like thinking, I was like, oh, why don't we look at how what happened to the clones after the clo- after Order sixty six? But then I realized, like, the uh, Bad Batch is gonna deal with that. Perfect. So, like. I don't have to do that. And then I was like, well, what's another fun topic that we can talk about with the clones? And I was like, the ethics of using the clone army. Let's just get into like some fucking oh, ethical God, shit. Oh, God. Perfect. <laughs> also, with the Bad Batch coming out and me refusing to watch it, it just gives you more content for the podcast to <laughs> educate me on. It just gives me more work to do. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so sorry. You're like, cool, Cass. Well, yeah, I'll just do some more work so you can shop awesome. it all. Oh, I forgot to do a hot take. <laughs> I came prepared today. No, you didn't. Yeah, huh? You came in and said, oh, wait, what's my hot take? No, but remember I, I thought of oh. it yesterday or two days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was drunk. Okay. But I thought of it a couple days ago. Okay, so fair, I fair, 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 fair. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. All right. Clone Army okay. Ethics. Ethics. Yeah. Okay. Let's just start off like elephant in the room. The Republic's use of clones as soldiers is unbelievably unethical. Period. End of story. End of episode. There we go. That's it. No. (laughs) That's it. Okay, bye. (laughs) And the reason like I I wanted to talk about this today because I realized it's something that hasn't really bothered me until up about like maybe a year, year and a half, almost two years ago. Like that's it. But before then, I never questioned it. I just accepted it. I'm like, yeah, they use clones. And that kind of bugs me that it never even crossed my mind that this is horrifying. The whole concept yeah. of this is absolutely horrifying. You do that with Anakin killing those kids. Where you're like, yeah, he killed those kids. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Oh, God. All the right. clones are people. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. And people wonder why our sense of humor is so dark and twisted. Star Wars! That's why. Okay. So, I mean, it's been really bugging Mm -hmm. me that it just never really... It never... It's bugging me that it never bothered me. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, technically, like, the the Republic or the Jedi didn't, quote-unquote, technically place the original order... But they didn't seem to have that many qualms with placing subsequent orders afterwards. Oh. Like, like, well, it's already been done, so well, might as well. They already exist. Let's order some more. So fucked up. Yeah. They're basic. I mean, the clones are basically cannon fodder. And considering they don't have a choice, the clones are slaves of the Republic. The Republic, which we learned from Phantom Menace when um, Padme meets weird child Anakin, the way too young one. That slavery is illegal in the Republic. Yeah. So this is something that is unacceptable. And we see it in the Clone Wars, too. They have a whole, like, slaving arc where some of the characters are enslaved. But meanwhile, their friends are slaves. Like, this is just, it's blowing, it's making me very angry. It's making me angry. But 
so essentially, like, the clones' growth is accelerated, and they're forced to train to fight for, like, 10 years before they're even sent out, before, uh, before they're sent out to die, basically. Like, the, one of the Kaminoans says in episode two, uh, she says, you'll find that they are totally obedient, taking any order without question. We modified their genetic structure to make them less independent than the original host. That's... What? That's literally Nazi Germany and putting yeah. these kids through those Nazi training schools. Like, this is... and But then you're talking into, like... We've made them more obedient for you. Yeah. They'll, they'll do whatever you want them to do. You're getting into, like, the same... That's nuts. The, the same kind of shit that we got in Game of Thrones with uh, the Unsullied. Yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah. And now it's like, I, I don't know necessarily how much a clone army costs, but I'm fairly sure that it is more expensive than a droid army. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and like, I do under, I, I do understand that. There is like kind of a there is a production issue if the Republic wants to go with droids, but because most of the trade and manufacturing, like federations and clans and and people involved in that, end up on the separatist side. But I mean that's beside the point. Mm -hmm. Like I I just oh this it just I it kind of blows my mind, especially when you think about the Jedi and what the what the Jedi are supposed to represent. That they kind of they that they're like yeah. Let's do some clones. Well, I'm pretty sure when Anakin, Anakin, I'm pretty sure when Obi Wan goes to what are their names? Those like tall, weird alien dudes. Uh, so they go to Camino, the Caminoans. Yeah. Um. When he finds out about this clone army and mm -hmm. realizes what's happening and what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um. And we meet the Fets. Mm -hmm. Um. It's I'm pretty a sitcom sure we didn't know we needed. A sitcom we didn't know we needed. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure Obi-Wan's like, cool, 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 What? Like, I'm pretty sure he's like, this isn't, I'm remaining cool, calm, and collected while here, but as soon as he goes outside and is on the little talkie thingy, mm -hmm. he is like, bro, we got to talk. <laughs> but he doesn't turn down fighting with the clones. And, right. he, I mean, it, it. that's where it gets into the, like, the, like, I, I think right when the Jedi agree to start fighting with these clones they're they've they've completely ruined their own order they've completely mm -hmm. like they've lost all credibility in yeah. my opinion when they do this yeah because you can't claim to stand for all these things and then be like oh yeah but we're but we're cool with this 100 percent. i agree out, out of curiosity and if mm. you're about to get into it i apologize oh no 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 um do oh, what was I gonna ask? Give me one second. Hold on, I have to collect my thoughts. <laughs> okay, out of curiosity, do they, while fighting like with them, mm -hmm. do they at all ever try to, quote unquote, free them and be like your people too? Like you don't have to. Like um, not necessarily. No. Do you, do you know where I'm getting at? Yeah, I do. I do know what you're getting at. I'm going to touch on that in like a second. But um, but no, they don't. Oh, yeah, because what if there's like up. what if there's like one clone who's like, yeah, I'm a really good fighter, but I really want to dance. Right. They're not going to let him go dance. Let him dance. But they're uh, not going to let him. 
But like we're so we're mean. also from the Kaminoans, we're also given this reasoning for the use of clones. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god, my birth control. <laughs> Sorry about that. If you know my phone and this really great, awesome, I will tell it in another episode story about my birth control alarm, you're probably laughing hysterically right now. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, so we're also given in this reasoning from the Kaminoans as to why a, a clone army is better than a droid army. Okay. Is that clones can think creatively. You'll find that they are immensely superior to droids. Because they can think creatively. Because they're people. Exactly. So instead of droids, they go with sentient beings that even though they have limited, like a more limited free will than everyone else, can think creatively and certainly can feel pain. That's where this gets really fucking sick, is that these guys can feel pain. They can feel attachment to each other. They, like... It, this is some straight up nightmare shit. And yeah. if this wasn't like in if this wasn't in Star Wars in something that was like built for kids, like I mean, there there are fucking clone troopers on birthday party plates. <gasps> Every other movie I can think of or something that has clones in it, for the most part, it is all a horror nightmare scenario, like the the island mm-hmm. where they create clones of people to harvest them for organs, like what is it, Brave New World? I think uh, Judge Dredd. Uh, a bunch of th- like Judge Dredd, they can like cops can like just execute people. Cops are judge, jury, and executioner, and they're like mm, cloning's too much. I've never seen any of what you just named. Yeah, but there there are so many like all anything that really has to do with clones that I can think of off the top of my head. Not good scenarios. Yeah. So I mean, there and then then there's just the straight up dehumanization of the clones. So. When we're first introduced to the clones in Attack of the Clones, they are all in completely identical armor. All of them have helmets on, and for the most part, it doesn't really seem like they take off their helmets. Yeah. And when we see them as when they're when they're the kid versions of the clone, all dressed identically, doing the exact same thing. Completely dehumanized. Any individuality that they could potentially have is taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have names. The clones just have numbers. Now, yes, within, like, the Clone Wars series, and I believe we even see a little bit of it in uh, in the prequels, is that the, the clones actually do name themselves. They give themselves names. They're, like, their chosen names. They start to... Oh, kind of like Finn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like Finn. Um, Aww. They, they do start to individu- individualize themselves, um, especially in the Clone Wars. They start giving themselves different hairstyles different like things to create like some kind of diversity with each other and I still like please don't hate me because I know (laughs) that we've had this conversation before but I still can't in my mind disassociate clone troopers and stormtroopers I think that's part of the point yeah oh yeah I think that's part of the point uh with that is that now that once they move on from clones into stormtroopers, they're still it's the still these the same tactics of dehumanization. They just as we learned in yeah, it's just, Rise of Skywalker, yeah, that, they just take from other yeah, it's, cheap, it's literally slavery. It's cheaper. Let's Jesus let me like fuck. let's just like Yeah, call it what it is. Call it what it is. They decided clones are too ex- clones are too expensive. Yeah. It's cheaper it's just, to steal take kids. people, yeah. right? Like, good lord. But 
so with their with them giving themselves more individuality and creating this world for themselves and and really differentiating themselves from each other mm-hmm. um we actually see characters that refuse to acknowledge this they refuse to use the clones names they will only call them by number like we we see in um the clone war series there's a jedi named pong krell who anyone who has watched that is know, knows that he's a monster mm. he's a horrible horrible person but he 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 really literally uses the clones as cannon fodder mm. he has a plan to take over something can't remember exactly what off the top of my head because i only just wrote pong krell in my notes um but instead of allowing the clones to use their training and to like and to actually do what they were trained to do, he just keeps sending wave and wave and wave of clones forward and just throw as many, they're expendable. Throw as many at this problem as we can. Yeah. And it's it's horrifying. Yeah. Like, it's just the fact that uh, that we all just kind of accepted this and like, yeah, of course, why not? It's, it's just really, really bugging me lately. And... So I went in to like look more at just the ethics of cloning in general. And so the United Nations actually voted on human cloning in 2005 after like four years of debate. And I'm going to preface this. What I'm going to say about human cloning based off the UN, I'm going to associate that to reproductive human cloning, which is creating another sentient being. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get into the the ethics of stuff like uh, therapeutic cloning, which can actually be very, very helpful. And that's just creating an embryo that has the same uh, genetic DNA, like just making cells. Okay. So that's what therapeutic cloning is. Therapeutic cloning is really great for things like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and has really wonderful benefits. And because you're you're not making an actual human. Oh, you're I just making you cells. I see what you Yeah, mean. you're making cells that have the same DNA okay. as the person. We're but specifically talking about... About reproductive cloning. Heard. Yeah, I want to make that distinction before I get into this, because I do agree with what the UN says when it comes to the idea of reproductive cloning. Okay. The UN Declaration on Human Cloning, as it is named, calls for all member states to adopt a ban on human cloning, saying that it is incompatible with human dignity and the protection of human life. Yeah. That I mean plain and simple. There you really human dignity and human, the protection yeah. of human life 100%. And then I mean just to to wrap up this discussion because I really wanted this episode to be more of a discussion than a like let's get and in, dive into facts and things like that because it's just this topic has been like just a little like worm in my brain for yeah. a while. Um so Dion Detterer, um, he, who writes for a blog called um, Myth in Space and Star Wars and the Human Psyche, on, the, on uh, their, their blog post about the Clone Cadets episode, which is basically the episode that we talked about this episode in our Shakti episode. Okay. The one where she becomes like space mom. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, Shakti and Lama Su, who is one of the cloners, they have this moment where... Shakti kind of like calls her out on their treatment of the clones. And Lama Su's response to her is, you Jedi show too much compassion. And this is what uh, this is what they say in this blog about this. And it it really kind of resonates with how I'm feeling about this in this moment. Okay. It doesn't really matter if the Jedi consider the clones to be living beings worthy of respect. 
as soon as they signed on to use people as property and slaves, as soon as they implicitly gave the nod to breeding humans for war, they acknowledged that in some cases, living beings were objects, and any compassion shown was more to reassure their own guilty consciences than for the benefit of men bred to die. Wow. I, I think that is, I think that sums that up so incredibly yeah, well. Yeah, no, that's so true. It's like, okay, like, you say you have this compassion, or you say that you're like, mm-hmm. that you feel this way, you're like, yeah, this is fucked up, but like, your actions are saying something mm-hmm. totally different. Hmm. Yeah. That's a conversation we had earlier. <laughs> Sorry. I'm fine. I'm fine. But, yeah, I mean, like, I think that just sums that up so, so well, is you have accepted the terms of this relationship with the clones when you agreed to use them in this way. Yeah. So any, like, all, all anything else is just lip service. Yeah. Yeah. It bugs me. It bugs me a lot. No, you're so right. It's something that we don't really talk about or, like you said, it's something that we don't really discuss or talk about or it's kind of just, like, overshadowed or overlooked. In any Star Wars discussion I've ever had in the history of ever, (laughs) never has the idea of the fact that the clones are bred to die. Yeah. They are expendable. And is a form of slavery. Yeah. Has ever come up. And, and it, it should. It like, should this definitely. So this should definitely be coming up, and it should be coming up more and more. And this doesn't make the story any less good. I think yeah. this makes the story significantly more complicated. Yeah. And it it makes it means that we need to reflect on why we never questioned this. Yeah. No, you're right. Out of curiosity, the Bad Batch is is it kind of going to be hitting on that? I have to, I have no idea because the Bad Batch is going to be centered around a uh, a troop of clones that have defects, and these defects like are actually beneficial. But other clones that are that are bred when they have defects, they're either terminated or like they become maintenance on Camino. Interesting. So I, I I don't know if they're going to touch on it. I hope they do. Okay. And then I was starting I was starting to think like so what is the, what's the solution? What would have been the proper way to handle this? And I mean there I don't think there is any full Set proper free, way. Just like the horses in Central Park I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, but like I was thinking about it and because all the I mean it is fair to say all these clones know is war. Would it be more fair to give them the option sort of the like going back to Game of Thrones and the Unsullied? The fact that the Unsullied had a choice. Yeah. I think that's a big difference between the Unsullied and the clones. Is that Daenerys does give them a choice. That you can come fight with me or you can be free right now. Either or is fine. No one will stop you. Yeah. I think that would have been at least more... I I think that would have been more ethical. 100%. is, Is that you still could use clones in a clone army. But give them the option of Only whether if or not, that's what they want. If that's to what do. they want to do, if yes. they want the military life or not, yeah. And I'm them. sure a lot of clones. I'm sure a good majority of clones would probably choose to be in that military because of but the then way you have a couple that want to go to AMDA. Let them yeah. do it, okay? <laughs> Dance. They want to be a part of Alvin and Ailey. Like, go be a little Broadway star, you little Broadway yeah, baby. Maybe like one of them <laughs> wants to paint. Right? Like, maybe one of them wants to raise kittens or loaf cats. They could have had a Bob Ross in a galaxy far, yeah. far away. They missed out on, like, if these clones can think creatively, which they obviously can. Right? They missed out on some great art. 
so rude. Yeah. The and they like, it's you know, maybe disrespect for me. <laughs> maybe one of them wants to be a chef. Right. 100%. Maybe one of them wants to wear a lot of capes. I don't know. Let them do what they want. Let them pick their own clothes. Yes. Let your freak flag yeah. fly. <laughs> yes. But that is my. This is a, this episode's a credit is just an incredibly long hot take. <laughs> I am obsessed. So basically, what we're saying is, at the end of this, I am gonna pull. No one I can am... see what you just did. We are on. You a pod- did. We're on a podcast. You know that, right? I am gonna pull a full on Hermione Granger and forming SPW, and we are gonna free the clones just like she wanted to free the elves. If you read the books, you know what I'm talking about. If you only saw the movies. Well, shame on you. I was wondering when you were going to get it. I was. That's why you did the fist pump. Yes. Okay. Because oh, you, yes. you've been. That's what you've been doing. You've just been sitting here the entire time trying to figure out how to get a Harry Potter reference. <laughs> I don't know why you're calling me out like that. But. Oh, oh wait, no. Say what you were going to say. No, that was it. Oh, we're that was forming it. Spio. It's happening. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Um, I say before we leave this episode because we did tease this story on a previous episode and then never spoke about it again. I feel like we need to leave everyone with your Harrison Ford story. Oh my gosh! Because I just remembered that we totally teased this and I'm so sorry that we did this, guys. We just forget. I actually shared it because we were playing the Oscars at work on Sunday. Yeah. And one of my coworkers, I was actually working there at the time when this happened and Mm. she remembered it and she was like, oh my God, remember that one time you chased him down the street? And I was like, yes. (laughs) So I had to share it with the class. All right, guys. So. All right, share it with the rest of the class now. Let's do it. <laughs> um, all right. I used to be a brand ambassador for a certain magazine, and it's a magazine that is very centered around, like, politics and what was happening in the world. And in this particular week, it was around the UN. Oh, what year? Oh, no, I wasn't. I'm I was trying to figure that. I was trying to figure out what magazine. I wasn't listening to the siren outside. <laughs> oh, I think it was the UN magazine. Well, yeah. I might go back to work again. Okay, and then so, I take that out. Perfect. So I know, but you guys don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I was working with this magazine, and in this particular week, it was when Greta was speaking at the UN for climate oh, change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So, and Harrison Ford is huge on that, too. He actually mm. spoke there as well. So we're on, and our job was very much like, it's New York. You're on the streets in New York. Um, it's the best way to get people. So, yeah, I'm one of those people. Anyway, um, shut up. So we're out there and I'm holding up this magazine. We're talking to people about it. And this older gentleman walks by with this younger guy. Mm-hmm. And the younger guy sees a magazine and and what I'm talking about mm-hmm. with climate control and climate change. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, because I now know they literally just came from the U.N., <laughs> And he, like, turned to kind of come back to me, and I was going to talk to him about it, but then he realized it's one of those things that I'm not just going to give you a free magazine. Yeah. Um, there is a little bit of a catch. And when he came and realized that, he was like, oh, no, we're going to leave. The older gentleman turned his head, and I realized <laughs> that is Harrison Ford. <laughs> and it, it, took, it was a split-second decision because they kept walking. Yeah. That I was like, and I'm near Astor Place, by the way. Okay, yeah. So they keep walking, and I had a split-second decision to be like, oh, my God. And I, in that moment, I was like, 
no, I have to. Like, yeah, you're, nev- I you're never gonna, you may never get this opportunity again. I may never get again. I've yeah. worked in restaurants in New York. I know how to behave around celebrities. To be completely honest, most celebrities don't dumbfound me or stump me. Like, yeah. they're people. Okay. Yeah. They're super chill. They're awesome. They're nice. I've met some of the nice people. I've met some people Bill that I'm just like, whatever. Um, huh? Bill Nye is great to serve. He's wonderful. Oh my gosh. He's I actually so ran into him another time than I was with the magazine. So He's funny. He's so low key. He's so low key. Yeah. Anyway, not the point. So, Sorry. Not the, but so typically I don't do this, yeah. which is why for me it was a moment decision. And yeah. I was like, no, no, this is different. Yeah. So I run after him and I was like, I'm, I literally am like running. They're already two blocks ahead. Oh my God. Um, and I'm running down and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I really just wanted to show you my tattoo. And I turn my ear to him and I show him my Rebel Alliance <laughs> tattoo. And I, it was one of those moments that I was kind of just like letting words fall out of my mouth. I didn't really know what I was saying. <laughs> and I didn't really know what to say, but I was like, I just want to show my, he was like, oh, what is that? And I was like, I just wanted to show it to you. I actually got it for her. Mm-hmm. And he knew I met Aww. Carrie. And it was short. I think it was about a year, mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half after she passed. Yeah. Um, And he was like, that's way cool. Give me. He's, I can't even remember exactly the words out of his mouth. I yeah. think he asked me something along the lines of like, what does that mean? And I told him. Yeah. And, and he was like, he literally said, give me five. <laughs> and I gave Harrison Ford a high five. After you chased that After man I down. After I chased him down the street. Probably because I also did not say May the Force be with you because I have heard stories and I know he doesn't like that. Yeah. Um, I also don't think I would have said that anyway. Yeah, it just feels weird. Right? I'm yeah. like, I don't think I would have said that anyway. But I 100% chased Harrison Ford down the street. <laughs> I don't think. I actually looked up later. I was like, was that his son who was with him? I don't think it was. Hmm. Um, so it might have just been like his publicist or something. Publicist, they, assistant, something like that. From where we were and like yeah. I said, what was literally happening that week. Yeah. I know for a fact they were coming from the UN building. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's my story of chasing uh, Harrison Ford. And he was a delight and lovely yeah. and spoke. And the interesting thing is like hearing him speak at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is how he speaks. Yeah. It's so funny because like him, him interviews, him presenting at any award mm-hmm. show. He's like a little more soft spoken yeah. and and doesn't stutter, but he's not as like eloquently spoken as Indiana Jones and oh, yeah. and Han Solo. <laughs> like Harrison Ford's kind of shy. Yeah, I mean, and he's very much more like raspy and soft spoken, and he just kind of just like, more reserved, a little more reserved, and yeah. like, but also like. I don't know what other word to use other mm. than like kind of like intimate. Like when he's speaking to you, like. Yeah. He's engaged in speaking to you, but it's going to be very, like, low-key and, like, oh, what's that? Yeah. Give me five. And, like, the, like so walk it, away. It, so I'm almost like, it okay. seems like where it, it seems like him speaking to you, a complete stranger who has just chased him yeah. down the, the street. Camp, clearly. He still took the time to completely connect with you. A hundred percent. And that's, what, that's wonderful. Like, Yeah. And it didn't yeah. last very long. And I was kind of in a daze because I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> there in the morning. Yeah, um, I know. You texted me like a bunch. Like right away. at that, they were like all caps. I was like, what <laughs> just happened? I'm also proud of myself for doing that. Yeah, I just literally. I, I don't had know my if iPad strap magazines in hand, yeah. running down to my red sweatshirt. Um, I was like, I don't even care. Yeah, Worth I just want, it. I wanted to make sure that we left this episode on a little bit of a lighter note, not like, you know, <laughs> slavery, yes. ex- exploitation. <laughs> so that is, I don't know what stories you guys have ever heard of meeting celebrities or specifically yeah. with our favorite 
space pirate Han Solo himself, Harrison yeah. Ford, but he is a genuinely lovely person. And yeah. when chased down the street, he stopped. And he stops and talks to and talk to me for a second. He stops and talks to the crazy woman who just chased him down the street. Yeah, even if just for a second, because I was harmless and just wanted to show him my tattoo that was for Carrie. So yeah. anyway, that's my story. That's lovely. I love that. <laughs> Y'all. All right, guys. Well, I think that is that is it for this week. It. Have we, a lovely week. Enjoy your May the 4th. Enjoy your May the 4th. Yes. Enjoy your Revenge of the 5th. Uh, enjoy your Revenge of the 5th. And enjoy. listen, ladies, listen. If he is not prepared <laughs> to get an empire and burden hot lava for you, know your worth, <laughs> girls. Okay? Be your Padme. Be your best Padme. All right, we will we will see you guys in a week, which for us, because Cassie is going to be out of town next week, um, is actually going to be in 10 minutes for us, or yes. like 20 minutes for us, but it'll be like a week for you guys. But we do have very exciting news that next week we will have a guest on our show. Our first guest! Our very Yay! first guest! Yay! Okay, so awesome. Can't wait for you guys to all meet him. Yeah. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun. Awesome. All right. Don't be dicks. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Get vast vaccinated. You know all that bullshit. Do call it. your mom. Oh yeah, call your mom. Yeah. <laughs> call you call your mom. Call your dad. Call your siblings. Tell them you love them. Yeah. Click. 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 Just call any person that you that you like, and you're like, you know what? I haven't talked to them in a while. Facts. Do It'll it. make their day. Write somebody a letter. Huh? I got a letter from a friend this week, and Me it made. Too. It, oh, what? Last week. We've been writing letters back and forth, yeah. and I kind of love it. I'm obsessed with yeah, it. Yeah, I just randomly got a letter from a friend, made my day. Write your friends a freaking letter. Yeah. They will love it. They okay. Okay. Bye. Love you, Nina. Bye.